Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, April 17th through Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, we're back, and we did it again. Um, Should have started recording this about six minutes ago. Should have. (laughs) Coulda, <laughs> woulda, never. I Darren, I, do go, it. I, I don't know what we can do, like put the excerpts in like at, at the top or kind of like what they do with the movies, but I'm with you, Brian. Like all the best stuff is when you call me a numbnuts off the air. Nice lid. Hey, you got a chicken bone in your hair. That's the stuff I really enjoy before we get talking. Well, then, then, then you told me I look like a... You, you look know. like a homeless guy that rolled out of a ditch, I know. but I still love you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> You know, I, I would have a hell of a cardboard box to live under my viaduct. Let me tell you something. Buddy. So what are you what are you telling me? You shower like during this stuff. So what do you shower like twice, oh, no, three times was, a week? I was half joking, but <laughs> I, I I took one yesterday. Well, I grow a beard every six days. Yeah, actually a semi full beard. Shave it, uh, and I and now the the showers are actually fun. Uh, but if if it's anything like my in my wallet, you tell me has this happened to you? My wallet. I open it up, and then there's the, okay, the moths fly out joke. Go ahead. But, but I, I look in it, and literally, it's like, and you're maybe too young for this. It's like the Burgess Mer- Meredith uh, Twilight Zone episode where there was the nuclear blast. Oh, yeah. Actually, I watched Twilight Zone, so I know what the hell you're talking about. And, and the, well, he was He's a, a librarian, and all he loved to do was read, and his wife gave him crap all the time. Uh, he was having yeah, everybody at work. The, the poor guy was just beat down. He hated people. All he wanted to do was read. He loved to read. And he had Coke bottle thick glasses. And he was in the basement of the library when a nuclear blast went off. And he comes out to the front of the library. He's on the steps and everything's gone. And he puts as a smile on his face and says, I've got all the time in the world to do what I love to do, read. And he drops his glasses and they shatter. God. <laughs> That's right. It's brilliant, right? I mean, but my wallet, there's a sports ticket, a betting ticket in my wallet from March 13th. Oh, yeah, Brian. I found a drink drink ticket from the El Cortez. Oh, God. (laughs) The same amount of money is in my wallet that was in my wallet on March 13th, gotten groceries and and gas. Is it? Use Use the card. And I get the same amount of money, and I get this broke. It's like it's a broken watch in my wallet. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Uh, things change with me though. Like everyone's going to tap, but I'm still like dealing with cash, Brian. That's the way I like to roll. I don't like to uh, rack up the visas, but I will say this: when it comes to personal hygiene, even though my hair looks horrible, I'm a different kind of cat. Like I shower at least twice a day. One just to wake up because I've usually had a couple drinks before the night before, and then you've seen my lid, so. Sometimes yeah. I have to go in for number two to like mat it down, but I'm going to tell you something. I got a real problem. I don't know what like regular people do, but my over under for a bar of soap, like 
I was just going to say, bar of soap lasts somebody about a month for me. It's no, like, no. I'm not even, I'm not even BS you like a bar of soap gets me like five or six days. I'm always, I'm buying like, Oh, I, stuff. okay. Cause I was going to say, it's almost like it's a contest. Now my bar of soap is still the size of a hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you've seen my hair too. It's very coarse with the soap. So that's the thing. It's just like, I have one shower. I'm like, where'd the soap go? Like, it's just like a sliver when I'm done. I'm like, I keep, I keep threatening because I, I wish I had done this eons ago, the, you know, instead of all the years that we're doing the TV crap and you go get a haircut and you're in the chair for an hour and the style yeah. and all that. Like now I just get the shears and go, you know, it takes a mi- three minutes. I'm out of there. And well, then I said, well, how hard can this be? So we actually, I actually got the shears. Well, the first time I did it, ah, that's gravy. Okay. I don't have to go. The, the second time I did it, I, I did it at the wrong angle and took like a whole chunk of my head out. Uh, you know, I had a bald spot. I go, well, that's the end of that. And uh, so now I'm sitting here going, I keep threatening to cut my hair. And I'm like, yeah, it's, put a hat on. And it's like, I told Kim weeks ago that I was going to grow a mullet. So I'm, I'm giving it the old college <laughs> guy. Yeah, I'm actually, my, my mullet's so thick at the back, like it's cooking. Like, you should really see it, Brian. Like, I know we'll do the, we'll do the video one day. It's tough with the Wi-Fi. But, uh, yeah, my hair is, uh, it's getting close to Ronald McDonald right now. It's really fluffy. Uh, there, there could be things hidden in there, but it's annoying as hell because you know me too. I'm also, a lot of problems that I have uh, is sweat. And, like, I'm going to bed, and, like, when you have a big, big lid like this, it just sucks. Like, pillow's all hot. I'm sweating. I got the fan cranked in my face. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just a nightmare right now. But I don't trust Lisa to cut my hair because she always wants to do it after a couple of vodkas. And, you know, that's going to end up, uh, my neck's going to be bleeding. Oh, she so be, I, yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, I can see her. She's cutting your hair with a straight razor. <laughs> Okay. She's like, I really want to cut your hair. I'm like, no, that's not happening, baby. We'll make it a pay per view event. We play, <laughs> we'll live bet it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so how are things, Brian? How's that? You're still doing your show uh, every day, getting good gas. What's the story? Yeah, that's great. No, I'm thinking of your haircut. It was like, I mean, we sitting there with live betting, and by the end of this thing, they'd be calling you Spurt the Sperm Well. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez, buddy. You all right? Yeah, no, I know. I was gonna think about taking up smoking again, but I got enough problems. Can we do it? Can we do a live can we do a live test during the hockey betting? Yeah, sure. Whatever, whatever's gonna get us numbers, Brian. I'll do anything for the team. Uh, no, buddy. Oh, hey, before I forget, uh to appease it sounds so condescending, but it's true. Um, our our beloved producer Mike. Before yep. I for, let's make sure we do this. Yes, the, the, the Ovechkin Gretzky video game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, go no, ahead. Yeah. You, you run with oh, this. I don't thing. know. I don't know what the line is on this game, but it's whatever it is. Yeah, it's a Ovechkin's, gamer against Wayne Gretzky's kid. It's like minus twenty thousand dollars. That's the problem. I think if we can get Ovechkin anything under like ten to one, I think we should actually like go to the bank and take out a mortgage on this thing. He's got the uh, best esports uh, guy in the world unless, training him, and Gretzky's got his kid from Pepperdine uh, training him. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing to Pepperdine. You don't take them as if, like, they're doing it from the Bellagio Fountains. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they're playing in Stoli. You know, where he's talking to the little men on his shoulders. No, Ovechkin, and the thing is, and you've watched the videos, he's already playing video games with his kid all the time. Like, no offense to Gretzky. Like, I don't, I don't see him playing a lot of video games with Dustin Johnson. You know, when they come over for a visit, like, 
they're probably out chipping, having a couple drinks, ty- that type of thing. So Ovechkin's yeah. got kids. He plays yeah, they're, they're in the vids. He's got the best in the world there. Like, it's a no-brainer. Ovechkin's going to win, right, unless it's fixed. Yeah, Gretzky, they go over. They, you know, they got the money. They, they, build, they build a green in their backyard, and they, they just have a slope. And uh, day after day after day, hour after hour after hour, they just sit there and have a, a, a five-and-a-half-foot putting contest with the slider from Chambers Bay. <laughs> you never stop blessing you're, you're the best well it's actually funny brian while we're doing the show i got some uh, a couple topics that we can get into for for people who uh you know want, want the news of the day so the jets and bufflin they uh that we knew this was going to happen but his contract is terminated but something even bigger that just broke new hampshire now nhl tables in uh games in manchester on the table quote unquote that story uh, just broke by the time of taping there. So interesting thoughts, Brian. I know you threw out Buffalo the other a, week. You know, Buffalo, Buffalo, Jack, Buffalo, Jack. Buffalo. The, oh, the city oh. with friendly neighbors. But now New well, Hampshire's said, getting on board. They said four sites. Yes. All right. I, I'm telling you, Buffalo is a guarantee. That's You're a, saying that's, it's a lock? Like it's a foregone lock. Like, it is a lock. It's like, a I mortal lock. That what one about Winnipeg? I thought Winnipeg was a mortal lock. Well... I put a thing out, being the punk that I am. I'm sitting here minding. We said this last week. Yep. Or did we? You did. No, 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 no. No, no, I might have been on my radio show, uh, day, time, days, running together kind of thing. Buffalo's a mortal lock. The other one, and last night I'm sitting here on Twitter, and did you see this on social media? The... Cessna, the single-engine plane that landed on the highway in Quebec City. Oh, I know, <laughs> right? So, so what? So, can you know me? Can't help myself. You, know, you can't. I, I, I retweeted and go. NHL already flying players into Quebec for neutral site games? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> You're such a dick. You're unbelievable. Like, but, luckily, no one was served, but it's a good joke, blessing. But well, no, no, I would have done it if anything. The guy landed, <laughs> then he was fine, right? But yeah. Quebec City, I'm telling you, Quebec City makes if if the, if the things are calm there, Quebec Hero. City. Oh, that's actually in the new call. arena. Okay, now they're talking New Hampshire. But Buffalo is a mortal lock with the Key Bank Center, the two rinks right there on the corner at the Harbor Center that has a big sports bar restaurant that they just buy that buy it out here. What were you gonna what do you make in a normal month? Okay. We buy it, maybe pay more. And they walk across the street to a Marriott, and literally you're putting however many teams in their own world, it, it, and, and, and because they are true neutral sites. That's why I don't think they would do it in Vegas where they could do the same thing here. Yeah, they can't because Vegas is the playoffs. But it's Vegas, not, it's not is in. Vegas yeah. is in. Buffalo is out. So Buffalo is a true neutral site. You put the TV trucks between the two, the two arenas, and they've got their own little, little Olympic village. And the North Dakota thing, New Hampshire, Quebec City. Let's go. Drop the puck. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I thought Winnipeg was there, but to your point, and you bring up a good one, Winnipeg they're still they're in playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's a problem. You can't have a team that's in the playoffs or just on the cusp. You need to be mathematically imin- eliminated. New Hampshire does make sense, Brian. I'm just worried, buddy. Like, And you know this, and I'm trying to look at things positively too, but you know the NHL. Compared to the NBA, the NFL, these guys have no 
they don't have the money. And I can tell you one thing, they need the money from the gate. I don't know how they're going to pay for these tests. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm just saying they're playing with a different stack of circumstances when you compare NHL, despite the numbers going up, Brian, and you know the addition of Vegas and stuff. But compared to football and stuff, these guys got a lot of work to do, but I like your idea. Buddy, listen, let's just cut to the chase. Yep. NBA, NHL, you know, football's got time on their side. The NFL does. College football, they're I'm done. Ex- College sports are done. Well, I'll throw. I'll, I'll throw here. Okay, glass. That's my are, prediction. I I I agree. But let me. Glass is half full in my world. Okay. First of all, are there are there colleges? Are there classes? Are there students? Okay. You know, time time the clock's ticking. I think I've heard it somewhere. But have you heard this gain any track? What? Well, they could do college football in January, February, March. I guess, yeah. I I guess well, they could. Why not? I mean, yeah, you're no, going, you're right, going right, against right. basketball. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it makes sense. Uh, I'm not sure they they want to plan it that way. But as it stands now, and we're talking about August, that's not happening. You also have no no kids on campuses. College is different than the pros too. You need yeah. the students there. You need the band. It is a totally different vibe than a professional sport. As we talked about, and we're give ourselves the old Barry Horowitz there. We knew golf would come back. It's like. I didn't understand why golf kind of quit at the start, but they were just realigning themselves and getting a plan together, and their patience has paid off because we're back in, uh, what, June 11th uh, there for for the Charles Schwab, and we'll be back with the golf betting podcast too, Brian. We we predicted that, but hockey, I think, has bigger challenges, but you do the daily show, and you seem to think uh, this thing's going to happen, and I I hope you're right. I think hockey is, by a mile, more willing to hold out that like if the NBA canceled, and I think the NBA they've got the Vegas thing. There's that so much sense. money in the NBA, like they, they you, they're losing their minds right now. Like they're, no, they're I, gonna, I I think the right? NBA will do, but I I think hockey is so willing to hold out and hold out and hold out and do this thing, you know, into August and September, and take a couple of weeks off with training camp, and even if you start in November. You scrap the bye weeks, you scrap the all-star game, you give out the cup next July, and we're back to our our lives. I think hockey will hold out, and I think they'll find a way. But the one thing with all sports, and, sp- and hockey, this I this is a hockey, last I, I think I yes. this is a hockey podcast. Hockey, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, buddy, the one thing that has to happen, and it, it's almost got to be a collectively bargained thing, and the NHLPA, the players, have to sign off on this. And that is not if, but when a guy tests positive, he's out. He's 14 days. Hope you, you know, get better quick. Test everybody around you and keep going. But if you are going to shut it down, when a player tests positive, don't even flip the switch because it's going to happen. Yeah, it's no. Gonna. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, so what does the PGA do, you think, then? If they have a guy testing, do you think they're going to go on or do you think they're shut yes. it down? Yes, I mean, go on? I, well, listen, it's, it's I mean, okay, so Trump does the thing and we're going to get back on the beam here and here's the plan to go. Yeah. But, but, I mean, you look at the people in Michigan, the people are getting cooped up, they're getting nuts, and it's, it's amazing to me. I mean, I ain't no smart guy, as you will confirm, but yeah, I, I beg to be, differ. 
I think you're smart. There's got to be a middle credit. ground with this thing. Yep. You know, th- th- this stuff is just so insane. It's, you listen to half of these guys. Oh, 18 months. Well, this thing ain't. This thing's never going away. No, the vaccine's going to get a, there in 12 I get it. months. We got to get there before that. But, That's it, but, but by the time the vaccine comes, Cam, we're all in bread lines. I know. I know. Right, so, you know you're right. You you have, have, I, I love what you're saying, Brian. Can't there be a middle ground? Okay. So Cuomo, the, what his thing, if you got to wear a mask. You're walking down the street. You don't need it, but you get to a street corner. Okay. Reasonable, right? Okay. So no, let's see. Okay. You give us all masks. We all have to wear masks, and we can open stuff up. It's been proven, I mean, though. This is another thing that I hate, and I'll give you credit for this with this side. They're like, remember before? Oh, it doesn't matter, you know? Don't worry about uh, you got to wear a mask. you got to wear a mask. And then you find out, well, the mask really can't prevent this thing. Are you kidding? No, well, like, the, it's like no, these guys have not. been lying through their teeth. Nobody knows. That's the problem. And the experts don't know. The experts nine weeks ago said it was a flu. Yeah. Okay, so, but now the experts have the keys to the car, but they didn't know what was going on nine weeks ago. So why do they have the answers for tomorrow? Because it's all political garbage. It's, you know, let's get a common sense approach to this. Get the numbers down that they're palatable and, and, and a dose of common sense. But, I mean, when you watch this stuff, you know, oh, if you want to, st- there's no middle ground. I mean, all these people, I, I literally, I want to play Russian roulette with five bullets. It's like, you know, oh, you want to come back. Oh, you want people to die. No, you don't. I mean, there, there's, you know, there, there's no, there's, the bookend is so wide. Can't we find a middle ground and find a way to transition back into a sense of normalcy? Um, and, you know, and you're sitting there with a lack of faith. And who the hell knows what's going on? And these are the people telling us what to do at some point. Right? We've got to get on with it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And uh, this is what all I'm going to say is I love the fact that you said this. At one point, at one point, and some of the leagues in June, we talked about golf. You have to say, you know what? We're going for it. We have a contingency plan. We have these areas. We have to try. And I agree with that because we can't just sit there going, oh, do, 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 wait, okay, here's the bad news. I got to be honest with you, Brian. I'm surprised there haven't been more looting bank robbery oh, stuff like that like i, I don't yeah. want to say that's part two but uh anyway no, so far you know no no well but that's you know what though came you're right but if you bleed this out two more months then that's gonna, gonna happen it's gonna be the wild west out there yeah no i agree i agree uh, right, so, so i i gonna ask you one question then i want to put this on the record and better so what when hockey comes back say they do in four locations what are your picks quebec city i personally, I personally give me four I personally think there should be two. I think there should be an Eastern Conference site, okay, and a Western Conference site. But if it's four, uh, the the well, 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 now South Dakota's going haywire. I don't, but I guess North is North Dakota okay. I, I bet there was the North Dakota site. Yep. In the East, you have Buffalo and Quebec City. I think makes sense. Well, well, I actually. Now you're throwing the New Hampshire thing in. There's four. I mean, there's four. North Dakota, New Hampshire, Buffalo, and Quebec City. There's four sites. Hey, I, my initial joke, my, it wasn't a joke. I was serious about this, and this is five weeks ago. Like, I'm one of the, the, the Fauci guy comes up. Oh, yeah, well, sports can come back without fans. I'm like, okay, we've been talking about this for yeah, five weeks. I know. I know. And they're like, oh, boy, that's a good plan. They're like, but you got to be kidding me. All right. <laughs> These guys, are they got their heads so far up their ass and behind a rock. Me and Gabe talked about it, too. And there have been multiple uh, uh, polls, right? So 78%, like there was a Seton Hall poll that we talked about on our show. 80% of people say they don't want to come back until 
uh, fans can be in the stands. Are you guys stupid? Oh, that's that not, will never come back. And I'm going to say this to Mike, Darren, everybody else here on the network. We're a betting station. We want to, if you're back home, we're going to bet on the games anyway. That, this is for people that just ho-hum. Let's just go to a game every once in a while. You know what? It's going to be actually good. Golf, no fans. It's going to be exciting. You talked about it. Guys hitting a 10 or 11 because they can't keep the ball in play. I think it's going to be good for good for a while, Brian. And we're betters. We don't care. Uh-huh. We just want life to get back. Well, uh, right, it, brother? Hey, my th- yes, but my thing, and it was like, it had to be five weeks ago. And then Bill Foley actually came in. This, uh, was, uh, was that a phone? I think that was a phone thing. Yeah, he wasn't in the studio. but and Because I, I said it the day before, and then I said it to him. I sent him to Greenland. <laughs> I said, send them somewhere. And, right. And I said, there's no bad idea. That's an idea. And the place you can send them is Iceland, actually, as it turns out. But that, but I mean, you know, how hard was this to figure out? You got to send them somewhere. Because here's the other thing we haven't even talked about. Because uh, the travel is going to be the train wreck. You start traveling, that's when people are absolutely going to, you know, get clipped by this thing. Now, the other thing, logistically, you got to get. I, I had somebody say, well, they can't get the guys back from Europe. I'm like, oh, come on. All right. Yeah. Logistically, you got to get the guys back from Europe. So the NHL sends a 747 over to Europe. You, they convene in one place, throw these guys on a plane, you get them back. The, the thing that's going to be the real hurdle for them is when they say, we're coming back, okay, you can go back to your team's facilities. Well, the problem is with uh, 31 teams, 10 of these places are going to still be in communities where things aren't great. Exactly. So you got to figure out how to get them to come back for the training camp that you may have to send some of these teams to the neutral site location to do their training camp. The logistics of them getting in shape is probably a bigger hurdle than actually playing the games. I agree with that. No, that's an excellent point you bring up and there has to be a ramp up period. You can't expect these guys, even the hockey players, you know, probably some of the toughest guys there. You, 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 need, you need to get them ready. Also, Brian, as Bettman said before, as we alluded to in another article, he said it's not just going to end with the standings like that. The teams that are close deserve a chance to win a play-in game to get into the playoffs. So that's something that's going to happen, too. I, and I, I, agree, I agree with that. I think you can't, you can't just say, this is the way it is now. If a team's in contention, you got to play some play-in games, and then we'll figure this stuff all out. I don't. I think it's a round robin cam. I don't think you put people through two weeks of training camp to play a game. Yeah, I don't mind that. I, I, but it has I think to be fair though. If you're one point out of the playoffs or whatever. No, I, my my thing would be, but the actual format, I'll let you figure it out. But as of today, the top three seeds in each division are in. There is no regular season. That that's gone. All right. Yes. The top three seats, uh, three teams in each division are in, and then you have a round robin tournament to determine seed seven and eight in each conference. So in the East, you'd have Carolina, Columbus. Here, the West is easy. The yeah. West, you do Winnipeg, Nashville, Vancouver, and Minnesota. Correct. Sorry, Arizona. There's four. Okay. The East is a little sketchier. Someone's going to get carved, but it would be as of today. Carolina, Columbus, the Islanders, and the Rangers, although with the win percentage thing, the Panthers, who are a point behind the Rangers, could actually be the, the East muddies the water. But I think you have a round-robin play-in for seed seven and eight, 
and then they would actually have an advantage having a, some games under their belt. I agree with that. It's like the playing game at the NCAA tournament. Always one of those teams wins a couple, right? Hey, we, we played earlier. We're ready to rock. I agree. That is a great angle from betting when they do do this thing. I'm going to take one of those teams that, you know, that, who look good in the – it's well, like it was, that team that's playing with house money, right, Brian? Yeah, it was proven in hockey. We were printing dough two years ago when teams that were coming off the bye were playing a team that had played – it was like fourteen and one or something. Exactly. I mean, the team that had a game under the and, and they they did their best from a schedule making perspective this year that teams were playing other teams that were coming off a bye, but it wasn't across the board. There were a number of them, but but literally the team that had a game under their belt won every game. Yeah, and, and I think I, I think it's been proven. In all sports, that's the way to go. You, and, and especially after this kind of layoff, are you kidding me? This isn't a couple like, oh, they haven't played in four. No, they haven't played in months. I will definitely take the team that has to roll through this thing, get hot. And I'll tell you, it's a big disadvantage to those teams who get the bye, Brian. But hey, you're right. Not everyone's going to be happy. In the NCAA tournament, somebody gets screwed. That's life. I don't know what's going to happen. Or maybe they play, start a little bit earlier to, to let. I prefer an even amount of teams, but you're right. You can't really like screw the Panthers or anything like that. But no, you bring up a lot of good points, and I think uh, it could happen, Brian. And hey, man, you're optimistic. Well, you, you do a show every day, and you're saying this thing's going down. I, I, and I, I love your optimism. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's a solution. I mean, it's a bad, it's a bad solution, um, but it's a solution. I, I think in the West, you say, nah, here's the cutoff point. But with you know, the Islanders are a point ahead of the Rangers, but have played two less games. You know, you're, you're, so the Islanders are good to go. But you got the Panthers played a, a, ga- a game less than the Rangers are only a point behind. So the team that would be it would be really unfair to is the Panthers. So at least maybe you do a, a thing where the, the Panthers and the Rangers play a play-in game to get into the round robin and, and then, and you know, so you at least you throw them a bone. Yeah. So you play a play in game for that one spot to get into the round robin with four teams to determine seed seven and eight. There's ways to figure this out. I mean, it, it ain't rocket science. It's really not. No, no. <clears throat> it's all a matter of making it happen, Brian. And it's what we said so far in life. It's a dangerous situation, but, Sometimes, you know, even when this wasn't happening, walking out your door, you could get hit by a truck. You could fall off. I had a buddy who fell off, uh, uh, you know, a construction site. He passed away on a freak accident. Like crazy, crazy things can happen. And the bottom line is this fear of the unknown. We have to be safe, but we also have to try moving forward. We have to try. And I'm with you. And it seems like right now the sports leagues, they're trying to say, listen, uh, this is a big part of people's lives. There's no entertainment on right now. I'm not saying be stupid and just, hey, everybody open up the beaches and let's party and get and, and have a third or fourth wave. But we have to try. And I see a lot of positivity going on right now with the sports. It looks like, you know, come come August, I think uh, things are going to really start uh, heating up. We're going to get back to things. All right. There are, two, action. there are two winners in this nightmare we're going through. Uh, one's a slight one. Uh, and I, you know, my love for it and you've developed the love for it is that some people that never looked at it cross-eyed are actually paying attention to horse racing a little bit. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's going to be a boom, but I think, I think, and as always, their big challenge was to get new fans. I think as a result of this, people will, more people will be involved with horse racing than had been in the past. I, I don't know how big an impact. So there's that one thing where someone was a winner. 
And the other one I, I need, because I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but before I say it, could you give me a really heartfelt wah-wah? Marco Scandella got a four-year, $13.1 million deal. You know what? I think I'm just going to go rob a bank right now. And they'll go, hey, Mr. Stewart, we know you're not working as much. Take the bags. No die packs. That's stealing. How does this guy do this? Four-year deal? Wow. He might have had a good two weeks. Yeah, but it doesn't give you a four-year deal. You sign him to a one-year deal. Max. (laughs) <laughs> this 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 deal is the Ryan Fitzpatrick deal of hockey. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick had a good month and got a $64 million deal about five, six years ago, and then, then he's on 11 teams since. Yeah, you, and he can, win, he can win you a game and cost you four. Wow. And this is, guy, this is a guy that's basically like he could be the nicest guy in the world, but let's call it out for what it is. An AHL call-up could play probably better or the same, and he's making almost $3.3 million a season. That's nuts. Wow. Good for him. Hey, I man. They somebody, paid it to him. I guess the general manager must have a jukebox in his office, <laughs> and, and he was sitting there playing Gloria you know, <laughs> and, and binge drinking. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Let me call Marco Scandella. <laughs> God. Can it's unbelievable. Make- Buffalo gets rid of a Montreal. <laughs> it's amazing, though. You got to give the Sabres some credit. Like, no, you know, they, they, should be, they should be scalded. They traded oh, him. Sorry, for a, Montreal, I mean. Montreal. The Sabres <laughs> traded him for a fourth. Montreal got a second for him, and That's this it. guy cashes in. <laughs> I mean, the world is spinning backwards. You're right. It is, the world is spinning backwards. I can't believe he got a four-year extension. It almost doesn't seem real to me. That's That's nuts. That is absolutely nuts. But anyway, hey, more power to the Blues. It's, uh, I, I'll tell you one thing. If we were GMs, that uh, that that definitely wouldn't happen. But, uh, hey, man, that's like robbing a bank. Good for him. You know what? You got to give him credit. They paid him the money. That's life. Right, Brian? Amen. Amen. All right. So I'm optimistic. I, I really am to the point that it's going to okay, come back. There's, you, there's no, I, there are no fans. There I want to no ask fans. you because this is the thing. Like, I have estimations with other sports and stuff. Like you do that hockey show, daily show, catch Brian's show, fantastic stuff. I do it with him when I go down in Vegas, but you got Foley on, owner of the Vegas Knights. You have other big wheels in the Cracker Factory, guys who actually know what they're doing. What date are they? Like from what you've been hearing, what date are we going to start this uh, training camp? Let's get back to business type of thing. What do you? What, what's your uh, guess or what have you been hearing? No date, but what? But- I just I I'm convinced. I'm saying I'm saying you're like educated guess. What would you think? August? I think there's a I, I, no. I was, August was the starting point. Yeah, I mean I can see them because you need what is it about it? What do you think? A week and a half per series. I'm thinking about that. Yep. So you could do it in six weeks. Yeah. Well, see, okay. Yeah, you could do it in six weeks. Yeah. If it, I, there's not going to be time off between the games, and NHL has always been better than the NBA for that too. They play a lot more, so yeah. I, I would say the drop dead date is August fifteenth. So if you started at August fifteenth, it wraps up at the end of September. You do your draft. These guys get a three week break. You come back with a short training camp because the way training camps are now, they come back. Well, they'll with, be fired up for all these games too. Well, they, but they come back with two practices literally and start playing preseason games. And the truth of the matter is. Like the really good players on most of these teams play what one game, two games, you you know, and then they start. 
So you come back, you, you play three preseason games or something stupid and start. And if they start November 1, you, you take out the bye weeks, you take out the all-star game, and okay, next year we're dishing out the cup at the beginning of July instead of June, but you're back on the beam. You're on the track. So I think August 15th is, is a, is a drop-dead date. But, you know, like, like may, maybe the, the best-case scenario would be start August 1, and then maybe they get a full month off. Yeah, no, I, I, have, I have no problem with that. I think that I actually that makes a lot of sense to me. And here's another thing, too, kind of like the NFL, like uh, Mexico game, eh, no, thank you. England, well, toodaloo, bye-bye. And NHL, none of this Finland, Sweden tour, whatever. Take care of business. And like that's the thing. Like, just keep keep it on home soil. Let's deal with this stuff. No frivolous, dumb stuff. And get back in the, in the groove, which I think they could do, too, buddy. Hey, Kim. Your backyard, buddy, I saw on uh, Twitter up in Toronto, it was like a four-mile line. I'm like, oh, yeah. are, they, are they giving yeah, people, money away? And it was, no, it was to go to a Krispy Kreme shop. Yeah, yeah, no. Man, here's the thing. This, people are talking about all these other places. This is unbelievable. I go to shop for my mom. The line is 60 deep at the grocery store. I'm like, get bent. I'm not waiting all day. I go to the bank. They're like, seniors hours i go that's fine i love older people and you know i'm helping out my parents right now brian i'm driving around driving around driving around like going to like the, the cheesiest pharmacy just to grab like ones that have food and stuff like that like this is ridiculous i don't know what people were doing before they're hoarding water and toilet paper now it's like hair products because I, as i talked about before like these guys like oh i can't get any gel in here the, the women are getting all this uh color stuff going on like uh uh, I guess for men, just for men, your beard is weird. Your stash is trash. Guys who still want to look good for their women, which our women really don't care what we look like, basically. You know, they just deal with us. But this is nuts. Like, waiting in lineups uh, for for this stuff, like, it's oh, the, crazy, the, buddy. The, the, I, the, I, the, I, people are talking about America. Welcome to Canada. The lineup's in Toronto. I live on the outskirts. It's nuts. Like, it's crazy. It's funny. The, the gel thing, like I said, for the most part, I keep my hair short. But when it gets long, I can do the gel and okay, I can buy three weeks with the gel, but I only get a certain gel that, that's that's really really good. And my wife just found it, but for two weeks, I'm just wearing hats because the crap gel she got, it, it it didn't work. So literally, I sat like I like every day before I walked out the door, I'd been sitting in the tub, licked my finger, stuck it in a receptacle, and threw a toaster in the tub. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's tough, buddy. That's that's the thing, man. People don't understand like certain gels. It's a nightmare. You might as well not even use them. No, I'm with you. Like that that dollar ninety nine stuff. I love to cheap out, Brian. I take my chances with reduced meats at the grocery store. Give it a smell test and high test, but not with gels. You got to get the good stuff. What is reduced meat? Like, are you eating aardvark? What is reduced? No, I'm just saying. Sometimes there's a sticker that says fifty percent off. I'm not just going to put it in my cart. I'm going to do a test. I'm going to check the marbling. I'm going to go. Does it smell? It's not gray. Okay. Like there's ways, there's ways to do things. And I'll give you another tip of the supermarket people. A lot of those kids with the price guns, they're stoners, right? So sometimes when you get like stuff, they forget to change the price onto the new stuff. Like I found a, a big, big thing of chicken wings for like three ninety nine. That would have been like 40 bucks, Brian, because the guy put the wrong thing on. Oh man, if he did it on every one, I would have been laughing, but 
just people. When you're at the grocery store, I know it's tough in today's times, but pay attention and dig a little deeper, and uh, you might find some gold down there. Keep digging. <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Brian. That's wow. great, man. You gave me some good news today on the show. That's good. Well, or, you get, or you take your own price gun into the store. You could do that. I used to do something really bad. I shouldn't admit it on the store. They used to have these really easy stickers. Like they'd come off easily. Now they make them hard and they kind of break. So I'd have a pan, like a bit full of like stickers and I just go like slap the meat 50% off, 50% off. Oh, 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 is is that a rib cap? Bam. Like all the stuff that I want. Your your total's $27. It should have been like a hundred. Like it's basically stealing. I should admit that on the show. Sorry, Mike, you still hire a, a respectable person, but I, I, I don't mind fleecing grocery stores. They got a lot of money. <laughs> hey, 50% off, right? It's it's not like it's a deal. The, the Cam Stewart blue light special. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, oh, hear about that story, too? The lady's like, I need beer. She had, like, one beer. Like, this old lady, she's, like, 90 years old. Coors Light, Coors Center, 180 beers. Like, you're trying to kill the lady? That's amazing. She just had, like, a sign on social media. I'm running out of beer. Help me. They brought 180 beers to her. God bless them. Uh, you know, you watch this stuff. And, okay, we come up with all these good ideas to how to solve high. I mean, okay. Well, can't you and I figure out? Because people will do it. I mean, we got to do a Raging Redhead GoFundMe account. I mean, let's let's just start printing money here. Okay, but come up with I gotta, right- be, I gotta be honest with you. I, I'd feel guilty about taking people's. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like we get paid to do the show. Like if we were doing some stuff for free, there's people out there who hey, we'll take a shot. More, but well, yeah, we, well, we got our loyal listeners here. Hey, folks, uh, you know, Cam Cam doesn't want to eat gray meat anymore. <laughs> Send your money to you know. I'll, I'll take a shot. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You know, <laughs> gray meat. Jeez. <laughs> oh man uh, you know i'm just saying be the 50 percent off stickers are good you just got to do your due diligence I'll t- i will tell you start. what i'm done i'm I'm fed up with this um yeah we I, we should do this we'll have the, the hockey betting podcast we'll, we'll have a barbecue when this is all said and done yeah we put this limu emu on the spit <laughs> oh, yeah, I, i'm right. so done <laughs> oh the liberty mutual oh, I, I, i'm Ooh, telling you i don't know what it tastes like but give me a leg i'm with you he's an ostrich it probably uh, well don't worry brian we'll be fine yeah we'll put him on the spit <laughs> get him rolling baby yeah uh, oh. uh, yeah, yeah. all right what, uh, what else uh andre markov retired retires bufflin we mentioned that's well, that bufflin thing the whole year was what a what a circus act that thing was. I don't like the way he handled it, though. Uh, like, me you know, I, I like Dustin Bufflin. When I met him, he was really good. But uh, you held your team kind of hostage all year. If you just didn't want to play, you could have done this a hell of a lot earlier. But, hey, Paul Maurice, as we mentioned before, he got a great report card for what he did with that defense and without a guy like Buff. Hell, they're missing so everybody. Hey, so does somebody sign him? No, it just says Jets uh, uh, agreed to terminate his contract. He could be signed, though, right? No, he's, he's, a, he's, a, no, he's, a, he's a UFA. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to sign him? I don't know. The Leafs. Well, make a bet right now? The guy's fresh. You pick, a te- you pick a team, I pick a team. And we'll Leafs. see about the next uh, show. I say Toronto. The Leafs make sense. You Now you pick a team. No, I'm with you. The Leafs. The Leafs have no shot with their defense. Exactly. But there's going to be another team. What about uh, Carolina still has a, a, a banged up D? I'd say Vegas, but they yeah. already got a lot of guys. Here's the, here's the problem, though. 
salary literally, cap. Literally, yeah, what are you going to do? The Leafs, I, they, I mean, to the penny, they have zero. Yeah, they got to. They can figure out something, but you're right. That's kind of uh, well. You got to gas can somebody. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, who you clear out? I, you know, I mean, I mean, you're talking to come back to just for just the playoffs. And who's another other, team? All Four. these other guys aren't making any money. I mean, you could almost give them like damn near an entry level thing where you're paying them seven hundred and fifty thousand yep. bucks just to play in the playoffs. Yep, uh, Florida makes sense to me too. They have some uh, defensive and somebody will sign them. Yep. Oh, definitely. For sure. That's a no brainer blessing. Of course they will. This guy yeah, in the what? playoffs. Definitely. Uh, hey, by the way, Bill Peters got some, got some jobs, got a job, got Can some you work. Believe that? <laughs> these, these hockey guys. That's the best. Brian, they're like, they're like a cat with nine lives. They just, Hey, don't worry about it. I, I'm working in the KHL now. Unbelievable. That was right. shocking. Actually. And uh, when amusement parks open, Kyle Larson will be in a bumper car. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you believe this? Is, uh, sorry, Mike. I know we're talking hockey, but this what story, a, what you a, are doing NASCAR uh, bait simulation for the reels. Are, are these guys stupid? The yes. guy the week before lost a uh, blue emu cream, uh, Bubba Wallace, right? And they fired him with Donald Trump. You're fired. Like, I get it. Chuck Woolery <laughs> from Love Connection and a couple other turkeys do blue emu. But to lose McDonald's and your ride, can you believe this? Hey, it wow, happens. That guy's going to leave about thirty million on the table. It happens in threes, right? I mean, yep. if I'm a NASCAR driver, I ain't going anywhere near that video game. I agree. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that was nuts. Yeah, these guys got to be. You got to use your head too. You don't. You don't do things like that. Like just like, are you stupid? Obviously, you're going to lose your sponsorships anyway. Hey, buddy, we've never had that much money to worry about losing. All right, let's wrap it up with this. But I will tell you, I cannot wait. I told you I can't wait for golf without fans. And we'll, we'll do this on, a, on another platform. Yeah, okay. But last week, they had the revamp. Sorry, I got the – I said, Rhonda brought me out a yogurt. I'm not a yogurt guy. You don't like yogurt? Well, it's fine. I, I choked it down while we were doing this, but I got, it's like I got that tangy – yeah, it's good for you though. It's good for your. I found you know? a new one. Like I found be useful. No, when you when you know we've been broadcasting our whole lives, right? Yep. Like if you're going on the air, peanut butter, no go. Oh God, no! Right? Peanut I, butter, mean, I love peanut butter, but it gives me heartburn too. Because at night, uh, like sometimes I like a snack. I don't well, know what it is. I love it, but it's I don't know why I get heartburn. Well, she no put vanilla in this yogurt, and that's like not good. No, no. Hey, you sound great, though. You got well, it. I'm spitting it out here. So, okay, the golf thing. So, sports without fans. All right, the golf thing. We had Jeff Sherman on from the Superbook last week, who makes it the best odds golf odds maker there is. And he and I do do a lot of stuff together. And you, like you and I are nuts about this stuff. We follow this religiously. I'm drooling. I cannot wait for golf without fans because there will be unmitigated carnage on the golf course. Guys that hit up stray shot, a double cross, it hits somebody hits somebody in the gallery and ends up 15, 20 feet to the side of the green. And because that's where the gallery was standing, the grass is matted down. The guy gets a decent light. These guys are so good, they get up and down. But golf without fans, that same Aaron shot is now going to yep. go 
45 yards into the fescue, into the water, into, into the, the hazard. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, and I mean, the guy could have a two shot lead going to 18. Yeah, they're going to pull. It, it's going to be you know what it is the movie of Robert Garrigus that we saw when oh, he wore those white pants with, the, with the brown stains. We're going to see oh, a lot of that on 18. Literally, literally, I'll tell you, they should make him the commissioner. If, if, uh, no, if, if there was the PGA Tour without fans and then the PGA Tour. In the short term, just for the sake of how interesting it's going to be, they should make Jean Vandeveld the commissioner of the Golf Without Fans League. Exactly. Because there'll be guys vomiting all over themselves. Oh, I can't wait, buddy. Can't okay, wait. now bring it back to hockey. Yes. I cannot wait. Hockey without fans. And I, I'm telling you, they slap the thing right up there. You know, the, the, before you get the big fancy musical open and the hype for the game, it, you put it right on the screen. This presentation of the NHL is for mature audiences only. Because I'm telling you, you're going to hear. hear. Oh, yeah. F-bombs. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I'm going to love it, too. They'll baby out. They'll mute it down. You know, yeah, they'll forget oh, that. Oh, my God. God it it could right. be great. Yeah, it's going to be stellar. I agree. Yeah, these guys, the way they talk about each other. Oh, it's <laughs> Imagine <classic>. Brad Marchand. <laughs> oh, oh, my buddy, Rochi. It's the, one of the saddest days of my life was now all the, you know, all the teams have their analysts stand between the benches. Yeah. But it yeah. used to be just a cameraman. Correct. And my best friend was the cameraman between the bench. He'd call me after every game. Oh, you won't believe what Ray said to Tony. <laughs> And I would, and, and they're yelling bench to bench, and he's standing right. But he would, he'd rattle off thirty things. I'd literally be sitting with tears coming down my eyes. All this, you know, oh, I mean, it would be so great if we could hear this. Yeah, and we will. <laughs> That's gonna I be hope, the best. I hope they don't baby out. I, I hope they don't too. Just let it. We're adults. Just let, I mean, they will I mean, though. They'll, they'll they'll shut it down. But anyway, oh, no, I but mean, some are gonna slip. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, honestly, you know, you're, you're sitting there, you're watching the game, you know, the announcers are talking, but now there's a face-off, and two guys are like, you know, like slashing each other before the face-off or whatever. You know, shut up. It's like, it's like I'm watching the Masters thing. I'm Jim Nance, yeah, okay, he does a great job. Yeah. But, but the caddies are, the caddies talking to the guy about what to do in the quandary they got on the biggest shot of the tournament, and these jackasses are talking over it. Let me hear them. Exactly. Don't tell me what they're saying. Let me hear them say it. Yeah, right? my, I'll, let, I'll leave you on this point. There's nothing better than when John Rom's caddy goes, please, John, don't do that. He tells him basically F off and then puts it in the water. <laughs> One of my was, favorite parts of the coverage. Progress. That was great. So, <laughs> but, but I'm telling you, the hockey thing. So these guys are, you know, they're uh, uh, got the little duel going, slashing each other before the faceoffs. And the announcers shut up, right? And, the, and, and they zoom in. They cut to a tight shot. And the one guy goes, I swear to God, I'm going to hit you so hard. I'm going to kill your pets. <laughs> It's going to be great. It is going to be great. Anyway, buddy, I better roll. I got some other other stuff to do right now. I I can't be late, Brian. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) most people have time on their hands. Cam does not. Good for you. No, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you got a show to do too. Hey, at least we're keeping yeah, busy the, during this thing, the right? Radio show. I we got to wrap it up. I'm telling you, the highlight of this. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. We're human beings. Good days, bad days. You know, when football season hits August to April, I'm seven days a week. I mean, you're kidding yourself. I try to put a, a smiley face on it, but there are days. There are days when you're going, oh God, I got to go do the radio show. Yeah, and you love doing it, but you yeah, just, I know. You but want to, you're not a liner. Uh, I yeah, I got to. And I'm telling you now, every day, 
I'm like, I got to go do the radio show. <laughs> I get out of the house for two hours a day. It's the best thing ever happened to me. Anyway, exactly. And this I don't, I don't ever leave because I work from home. So, uh, hey, what are you going to do? I love you, buddy. I love you, too. Bless you. Good stuff with the ideas. We'll put it together, too. I want us to, to put this to paper, like predictions with these cities when hockey comes back and see if we can hit the super effect that makes some people some money. It'd be nice if they posted some odds, but they won't, right? Because it's just one of those things they won't post odds for. Hey, do me a favor. Weather's getting better. If you go outside and you, you're gonna you're gonna do some gray meat barbecue or some gray meat biscuits, send me a picture of that. I'd like to see what the hell it is you're eating. Yeah, actually, I got some pork chops in the in, in the slow cooker right now. But yeah, it's gonna be nice this weekend. I'll show you uh, some some, well for lunch. It's twelve fifty one here. It's what at nine fifty one where you are. So no, I'm okay. I'm in pork chop territory. A couple beers pretty soon too, buddy. Love you. We'll chat right. and uh, stay in touch. Oh, yeah. Send me some horse picks, too. Dee, 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 dee. Love our listeners. Thanks, folks. Stay safe. Hey, folks. This is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. And give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.